We here at Bob Chat like to think we help shape our nation's youth, but unless you want your children to grow up like us, we suggest only listening with other inebriated adults. Bob Chat Podcast, brought to you by Bush Latte. Bush. <laughs> it always goes down smooth, just like Bob Chat. It's Bob Chat, baby. And uh, we're just sitting here, cranking a few beers, hacking uh, <laughs> a couple darts, and uh, shooting the shit, you know? There we go. That's the ticket. I can already hear it. The yeah. ticket to ride. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> listen, I might not be able to walk the walk or talk the talk, but if you want me to drink the drink, I'm your fucking guy. This is the guy. <laughs> this is our guy right here. Do you guys recognize that uh, sultry voice? The other sultry voice other than my own that you just heard? That is a good time. Longtime friend of Bob's and Bob Chat. Mr. Kyle Salway's back. It's always good to be back. He he first appeared on Bob Chat, episode 33, No Pants and the Cops Got Called. Yeah, classic. Classic? That was a classic episode, yeah. So how you been? I've been well. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, a lot of lot of work and a lot of work in a yeah. way, just doing like big boy things these days, man. Still living in BC. Still living in BC. Yeah. So now uh, I know I'm aware of what you've been up to, but maybe the listeners want to know. So now you are a proud member of the uh, Canadian Armed Forces. Yeah, I'm coming up on uh, my one year of service. Uh, what? Be in a couple weeks. Yeah. Congratulations. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I sleep better at night knowing that they put a gun in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That's good. So what? Uh, so yeah, do you want to talk about that? What's uh, what do you do? What do you do there? Are you a you're in the infantry, right? Yeah. So uh, uh, with uh, the Rocky Mountain Rangers in uh, Kamloops, BC, it's an infantry reserve unit, and awesome. uh, so I feel like a lot of people don't know about uh, the reserves and kind of what we do. Like, uh, but you know, it's pretty legitimate. Like, there's a lot of guys. We got full time guys and That's crazy. all sorts of stuff. Yeah, we have a presence all around the world on deployments and things like that. So, any top secret locations you can tell us about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a matter of national security. Department of National Defense. Just turn 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 this down right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, dude, take the SIM card out of your phone if we're gonna talk. <laughs> Yeah, no, Bob. That is that is definitely a matter of national yeah. national security. So uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I uh, I've just been so working on the pipe plant. So not much has changed around here, really. I mean, we uh, obviously me and Kyle were hanging out a little bit before we did the episode, and uh, talking about how old we are now, old as fuck. Yeah, things have changed. You know what I mean? Uh, mm. Just taking care of business. A couple kids over here, and I wish know. we had the rights to that song. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, just stuck in my right, head. Though. Plug it right now. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, it's good though, man. Like, uh, you know, it is a little bit weird transitioning. Like, thirtieth birthday, you're just kind of like, fuck. Yeah, like, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm not in my twenties anymore, but it's good. You know, like, <laughs> you make more money at your job, you can do more stuff, right? Like, people know. start calling you sir when you go places. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, <laughs> don't call me sir. I work for a living. You know? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and we uh, we we're also talking earlier too about. Uh, because Kyle, so I mean, if, if you guys don't know Kyle, or if you haven't listened to the previous episode, he, Kyle has a son as well, um, and Aiden is now what twelve? He's twelve. That's years so old. crazy, yeah. man! I remember coming over to your house when he was like not even a week old. He was like, yeah. like a new newborn, as newborn as a baby can fucking get. Like we just got home from the hospital. Yeah, yeah. You know, it feels like a lifetime away now. Like I look at pictures, man, and we have both grown. Yeah, like, so much oh, side yeah, by crazy. side, right? It's like, crazy. So no, I, it's, uh, uh, it's cool. I, I drive past that, that old, your old place on Emory Street there all the time. Cool. Or I guess it was on Emory, but it was pretty close. So you just Kyle used to live right around the corner from where uh, where we are now. But uh, yeah, and we were talking about how he, your kid says stuff that like you don't understand. Yeah. 
Yeah, the uh, the new generation, it's different, right? Kids are ruined. The internet's ruined <laughs> kids, man. Dude, at the TikTok and all that kind of Those shit. See, damn, now I definitely feel old. That goddamn TikTok. the damn TikToks and the These and the gram and the and the the, the face buckles. Yeah, I actually deleted my Facebook. I don't know if you noticed that. Well, you've had two forever. I did I wish can't. you I did wish you a happy birthday on Facebook, and you so it's still there. Yeah, so this is actually pretty funny, and I can talk about this one. Okay, so, yeah. So we're in. <laughs> well, I hope you would tell us at least one funny yeah. thing. So we're in training, right? And uh, like we're in classroom, we're like doing a power. PowerPoint setting and we're talking about like just social media presence right and like how you have to watch what you say because like it reflects on the Canadian Armed Forces and like you can kind of get in you know in shit for certain things that you say because they're not becoming um, yeah right so they were kind of just like showing us a couple things like slides whatever and then I have an old Facebook that I can't access anymore yes I remember, and it's a picture of you that is like yeah so like there's like <laughs> all the stuff from when I was younger that you would never want anybody to like, see right yeah so they pulled it up and then the like the emo Kyle phase. Next uh, next slide that comes on the PowerPoint, Kyle Salloway, twenty ten. I love purple weed. And then they were like, Yeah, you should uh, you should probably not be posting that. And then the Is next that, they they showed a Facebook post Yeah, from they you? screenshotted and like put it in the PowerPoint. Wow. I love purple weed and then like, everyone's just like Oh, what the fuck? And then the next slide they pull up is like um, the next slide they pull up is uh, Kyle Salloway. 2013 yeah people should really watch what they post on facebook and then the officer he's like an air force officer he's like yes Eloy, you should probably uh take your own advice there <laughs> and my head like could not have gotten further down in the desk yeah seriously eh? and all the guys are just razzing me so like for a few weeks like everyone just referred to me as purple weed <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's no mercy in the army they're like once you get a nickname you got a nickname yeah thankfully that one is passed you yeah. know what i mean because like i just i tried not to react to it it's like if i don't react to this it'll fucking go away and yeah like, that's yeah, the best yeah. way yeah <laughs> it's like i don't want to be known as that so, uh, so yeah, I'll also too, um, if you are listening to this and you are a, uh, frequent subscriber of Bob chat, you are well aware of the me chat video series that me and our, my good friend Spencer, the buzzing bee have made me and Kyle are actually sitting here enjoying a glass of homemade mead. He just took a sip and made a little bit of a disgusting face, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, this is pretty terrible, Bob. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm walking out of the podcast <laughs> right now. This is about to be a walk off episode <laughs> for sure. There's drama. It's no, only you, been five minutes. <laughs> this is actually pretty good i was a little apprehensive when he pulled out the bottle i'm like i don't know but you oh know what? whatever i think that uh you know i think he's onto something here this is pretty good and you know this cost this cost virtually nothing to make you have to buy the water okay and the honey once okay. you, you can go buy it once you have once you have the equipment the cost is virtually virtually like it's it's you couldn't buy alcohol for this cheap really there's no way i might have to get like how to make this with you because dude you I should don't start watching our this. videos watch, I don't mind this. watch our videos so this has already been done yeah, so it's on, our, on the bod- it's on already out. So okay, you, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, so, so if I'm you want shitty friend, basically. yeah, that's okay. That's a, no, you're not a shitty friend. So <laughs> go check that shit. Out. I know you liked one of the posts, so just go and actually watch it. Yeah, and you'll okay. like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. I could, I could definitely rock with this. So have you ever like gone on a tear with this? Like, have you ever done the mead all night long? <sighs> it's tough because this is the first time I made it. But I'm gonna be honest with you. So um, after we recorded the final video in mm-hmm. the series, the first like he wants to he wants to do this. He's like, dude, let's make a batch of mead every two weeks. And I'm like, I'll buy the water. It cost me ten dollars for the fucking water. I'm like, are you serious? Sure, let's do this. But, uh, so yeah, he wants to make it, Spencer wants to make mead like every two weeks to continuously have a batch going. I'm like, yeah. I'm about it. I, I, so what, do you know, like the percentage alcohol in this? Like what is this? Yes. It's, uh, so this we're drinking right now. We tested ABV at 15%, wow. but it's what's called a young alcohol. Yeah. So 
it, because it hasn't aged properly yet, you can pretty much double that. Wow, that's that's wild because you would never know. You'd never know. You that's, would never it's know. It's dangerous. Yeah. So your question is, did I ever get tuned up on it one night? Um, <laughs> fucking, uh, so when we finished filming the final video, uh, Spencer and his wife, Sarah, who's also really cool, and she's also into making like all this kind of homemade stuff. Like They make their own butter. like They make their own yogurt. like All this kind of crazy okay, yeah. uh, dairy stuff, yeah. but also liquor. Yeah. So they make all this kind of cool shit, right? Um, and uh, yeah, basically like she had a me- a maple syrup mead okay. that was her first one she ever made that was yeah. like three years old okay right and like the thing about mead is that the longer it ferment like the longer it, it ages uh-huh. the more fermented it will become and like so like basically like she they and the weird thing about it is if you smell this the smell and the taste is totally different i would agree with that because you you put the bottle in front of me and i smelled it and yeah yeah i, I yeah i definitely agree with that like it smells like it smells more like a, like a straight up liquor yeah like you know what i mean if you smell that you're like oh there's like vodka in that honestly like for me like i was more like a wine because mm. i wasn't sure if i'd like it at yes. first and then when i when i drank it i was like you know what this is quite nice but it gets it's refreshing yeah it really is like it's, it's definitely like it's, drinkable it's such a smooth aftertaste right why aren't we funding this <laughs> we can barely fund the army reserves god <laughs> <laughs> that's that is that is above my uh, that is above my rank. Yeah, <laughs> I can't comment on that. Or listen, Private Salway. Yeah, that is that is well above my uh, qualifications. Answer. But uh, so basically, she pulls out this like three year old maple syrup mead, and I swear to God, bro, it was like you open it and we smelt it, and it smelled like straight up rum. Yeah, I was like, this is a bottle of rum. Yeah, and I was like, holy, and they, I'm like, what? They're like, oh, it's only it's like thirty percent, right? Mm-hmm. But it, like as it ages, it can ferment more. So it, who knows okay. what percentage it was? But it, it smelled like straight up rum. And then I took a sip of it. It went down like like this. Yeah, and it had nice. like it, like it was it, it tasted like it had the stronger wine taste to it than mm-hmm. this does. Um, but it was it was sweet and it tasted like the aftertaste was maple syrup it was yeah. delicious and like so i did i did one of those and we were also drinking we drank a whole bottle of what we made just between the two of me and him and we we're drinking fucking slamming bush lattes the whole time no shit. we're doing bush we're, lattes I like yeah that. we're doing podcasts <laughs> yeah right so so i was pretty drunk and yeah. then the morning after i felt fine i really? mean but i drink a lot yeah but i'm used to being hung over on the weekend it's kind of like because i want course do for the par par for the course fair enough i wanted to do a little experiment with this after you gave me it right because like as you all know like bob and myself are coming into our golden years right <laughs> and i'm alcohol- fucking 30 years old god <laughs> jesus christ but you know how does it make you feel in the morning like if you were to rally on this all night long like would you be good because, like, I think if you remember last time, we were talking about the Hey Y'alls quite a bit. I was endorsing those pretty heavy. You were. Yeah. And I even made a trailer for, like, you know, and actually, you know what? Somebody somewhere must have heard that because they're starting to pop up more flavors. Yeah. The flavors are what you want. The original, it's it's, Dude, it's gonna, better than Twisted Tea. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to yeah. be honest with you. That was the first time I had Hey Y'alls. Yeah. I drank three tall boys when we did that last podcast, and I was I was buzzing on God, no cap, no straight cap. up fire game. Yes, yes. What did your son say to you when you asked, Kyle told me earlier? Tell us the listeners though. You asked him how dinner was. Yeah. So Just Aiden, say, he's in middle school now, right? He's Mister <laughs> Cool, right? Like he's you know too cool for dad. It's kind of like so in I don't know if they have them at anywhere in Ontario, but so in BC you go to elementary one to six yeah, and then so you have middle weird. school seven to nine. I think there are some places that do that, but yeah. like, I mean, it's, but it's uncommon. It's more of an American thing. It's basically like junior high. The guy yeah. thinks he's Don Juan, you know, like <laughs> coolest guy going right now. But yeah. So like he's picked up all the terms since he's been in there and like, you know, I'll give him dinner and I'll be like, Hey buddy, like how was dinner? He's like, dad, it was bussing. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. 
awesome yeah, yeah. it's crazy like, yeah they're all up on the terms now when he gets going with his friends i'm just like you know i've always you know thought of myself as like <laughs> a youthful guy right but not like, anymore <laughs> when i hear this terminology it just really ages me man mm. you know a single know. hair grays every time i hear some of this terminology <laughs> Like, dude, I never thought that I would be so out of touch. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like, we, you know what I mean? You always think you're going to be, you're, ah, I'm never going to be that guy. I'm going to yeah. skateboard forever. Yeah, are you kidding 100%. me? I'm going to skateboard in three fucking years. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dad, check out this TikTok video, and then my hairline recedes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, uh, actually, funny, I was leaving work today, and Chase, he's, uh, Chase McGee, if you're listening, well, shout out to Chase. I know he listens sometimes. Shout out, Chase. Shout out. He, uh, he was saying there at the punch clock when I went to punch out, right, and he's like, got a Santa Cruz. Uh, sweater yep, on yep. and I was like do you even skate bro he's like do you even skate I'm like yeah bitch showed my skateboard he's like no way he's like can you do a can you do a Nelly a Nelly chain flip switch I'm like well that doesn't make any sense but I can do a fakey big flip and I'm like explaining to him what it was he's like whoa he's like I didn't know that really and I showed him a video of me skateboarding and I was like I was like, yeah. He's like, I was like, look here. He's like, how old are you there? Yeah. And I'm like, I, don't know, I was like 22. He's like, whoa. I'm Pretty like, old school. He's like, you don't even have a beard. And he's like, did you get? He's like, you pull more girls with the with the beard or without the beard. I'm like, well, I'm married now, Chase. So <laughs> I don't. I'm not pulling any girls. <laughs> yeah. But isn't that crazy though? It's like, how old are you in that video? And I'm yeah. like, oh my god. You know what? So I like, probably couldn't even do that now. It happened. I probably me, could. But. It happened to me downtown today. I went down. Uh, we were across the street from Barney's on. Uh, on Richmond, we were excuse like, me, sir. <laughs> we're like looking across the street, like Barney's is packed, and we're like, yeah, we're not getting in there. And then we went to Chuck's Roadhouse across the street, and we're looking over at Barney's. I'm like, they're children. It's yeah. all children. Yeah. <laughs> they're so young. Everyone has perms, and they're wearing, and they have man satchels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't think Indiana Jones is cool? Yeah. He had a satchel. I feel like we need a crossing guard over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, these damn kids. <laughs> don't they know it's dinner time? Uh, it's three o'clock in the afternoon, sir. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. And this isn't slander to young people, by the way. I'm just getting old. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. There's a very low demographic of people that are. It shows me the ages of people that listen to Bob Chai. I think uh, we actually have zero listeners that are. Uh, 12 to 17 okay sick this is slander yeah yeah the only yeah we have a, like uh like 20 to 30 year olds and then like 20 or 20 to 40 year olds is like our main demographic okay. you told me last time that you had the like pretty diverse in terms of like yes. countries that listen to you yes absolutely it's getting great three percent of our listeners are in germany i keep saying that on a lot of episodes because it comes up a lot well guten tag germany yeah well, awesome guten tag. yeah max over there is i er, ich ein er wunderbar hund but he gets to be annoying so Sometimes. Yeah, ich lieb sie. We love you, Germany. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Um, so yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy, man. Because once you have kids, right? Like, I mean, and I think we talked about this last time. But you had kids at such a young age. Yeah, it's like it's, but it's so weird. Like, it's definitely different, man. And I was saying to you earlier before we got on the podcast that I'm thinking like I want to have kids mm. again. You know what I mean? Because. Yeah. You learn lessons as a parent, right? And and I learned a lot of lessons coming up as Aiden's dad, and just like, and this is not myself admitting like I was a bad father by any means, because I do think to myself, <laughs> you, were, you were a good dad. You're yeah, good I think dad. of myself as a good father, but like just like things you do differently next time, and and things like that, right? Like and and mm-hmm. now like just being more established in life and being able to. Well, and you, yeah, but I mean, in all fairness, to you though, Kyle, you were a teenager when you had your first child. Yeah, yeah. So for I mean, sure. no one expected you to just all of a sudden grow up. Hey, you know what? You better drop out of high school. You better get a full time job. <laughs> like you know what I mean? But even you couldn't then because you'd oh you. Can't 
can't do shit without at least your high school education. This is true, right? But like, I've always been a guy, kind of guy, and like, I think uh, you know, the world could benefit from this. But you, you just got to look at yourself, right? And like, take responsibility for mm. your actions, and just always constantly try to improve yourself as a absolutely, person. Absolutely, right? absolutely. So, if you're not, if you're not improving and bettering yourself, then what's the point? This is it. What Shout you, out David Goggins. Who is that? David Goggins. You never watch his podcast no. or like uh, YouTube videos. So he's. Uh, I don't want to misrepresent him, but he's basically like a former Navy SEAL, and he's like the only guy in the U.S. military history to ever go through special forces training in all three branches of the military. Really? Yeah, and he's just like very much like... You got to be a hard motherfucker for that. He's a hard motherfucker, and he's always just like, no excuses. (laughs) Don't listen to your inner bitch. (laughs) I broke my fucking leg, and I ran 100 kilometers. (laughs) And that's not like... That is like pretty close to like what he talks about, right? So It sounds like Crocodile Dundee, where he's like, yeah... He he wrestled a crocodile and he it bit him right in the leg and he stabbed it with his knife and he crawled a hundred kilometers to the bar to get a beer. Oh yeah, hundred like, percent. It was more and then he walks in. It was more like ten. <laughs> he's like that though. Like he, uh, yeah, he's a pretty wild guy. No, I definitely cool, re- definitely recommend checking it out if you're ever looking for motivation. You don't want to wake up for work in the morning. Just put some David Goggins. No, in no, I uh, all I do is just check right my now. online banking. I'm like, yep, I gotta go to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's the motivation. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Hope I get. I really hope I get paid this. When does that automatic withdrawal come out? Oh yeah. Well, we have a minivan now. Oh, thank God for inflation. It just keeps me motivated. Did we have a minivan? We didn't have a minivan last time you were here. We have a minivan now. You're kidding me. You got a minivan? Yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So so initially I wanted I wanted the minivan because <laughs> I wanted it to be the dad mobile. Yeah. Because I'm a cool dad, but I'm also a tough dad. I think absolutely. You, get that. you gotta absolutely. be. You gotta be. There's a fine line, but if you can find. Look, my kids are still fairly young, but if you can find that line, that's my goal. Yeah. Right? Is to be cool, but to be tough. Like, you, you, firm you know. but fair. Yes, firm but fair. Good job. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was like, well, I want to get the minivan, and I want it for myself, right? And then, but I was like, well, it makes sense for me to drive my car to work every day, and then Delissa has the van to get the kids around and everything. So I ended up, we ended up trading in her car. She used to have a Chevy Cruze, okay. and we got the minivan. Okay. It's expensive, though. What kind of minivan are we talking it's about? It's a Kia Sedona. It's a Kia Sedona. 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah, there so it's... it's uh, got the amenities yeah so let's hope nothing extremely wrong goes nothing let's hope that nothing goes extremely wrong with it in the next six years because that's how much longer i need to pay for it i'm not gonna lie to you like <laughs> i feel like so the listeners might not know i'm actually also a red seal mechanic but yes uh, we were gonna talk about yeah i want to talk about that as well too because uh but continue though sorry i was just gonna say like i feel like because kia dealt with a lot of slander and maybe rightfully so throughout the years but kia like i feel like Kia and hyundai have really been stepping it up in the last yes. while so you might not have made a bad choice there those koreans i got it figured out those koreans got it figured out um but uh yeah so kyle uh so you've been working a lot yeah i've been working so i've been on uh on course with the the army on weekends and then doing Wednesday nights with them as well, as well as my civilian job. So it has been seven days a week. <laughs> my civilian job, I love hey, that. dude, I'm on the other side now. You yeah, know, no, seriously, is, no doubt. That's awesome. But yeah, so it, it has been a little bit, right? It's been yeah. a lot. I uh, I finish up on course here the weekend following. Oh, good. So now up. what does that mean once you're done that weekend course? It just means that I'm... Uh, you're a full-fledged army reserve basically i'll get a little bit more clout and respect around the unit right because like uh you know we get a lot of 
a lot of people in and out, and they uh, maybe they sign up for a little bit more than they bargain for, right? Mm, yeah. So they don't they don't realize that's going to be a lot more difficult than it should. Than it yeah, expected. right. Like you know, like and it's it's not a slander too, but like people are afraid of hard work right now, and you get into the army, and it's 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 hard work, man. You got to be committed to it, and some yeah. people I think they just happen upon the army. Look and, at you! You even got your dermal piercing out. I got it all out now, man. How, how many yeah. did you have? You. Had, I had my dermal, um, now, I had so, my nose pierced. Now let's explain, can you explain to people who don't know what a dermal piercing is, what that is? Basically, it's just like uh, a piercing implanted just underneath the skin. In your Sorry. face, in your face. In my face. So now, how was that getting that out? Uh, it wasn't too bad. I was kind of tripping. So I had that thing for a really long time. I, I was going to say, you had that forever. Yeah. yeah, so all they did is just make a tiny little incision and then popped it out it was pretty mm. easy yeah. okay i was a little sad to see it go but it, this is something i always wanted to do right so it's just worth it to me and yeah i'm getting a little older now you know what i mean <laughs> all these lines in my face are getting clearer right so i think there's a song about that <laughs> yeah maybe there's a song about uh, that. aerosmith <laughs> but yeah no uh you know i'll get to wear a couple uh patches that i've been really looking forward to wearing yeah, and just good. really become a part of the team kind of deal um so now um so now are you gonna you're gonna continue to keep your civilian job though yeah, yeah. So, like, we do have full-time soldiers that are, are with our unit, so they are still reservists, yes. but they are full-time soldiers. But uh, they wake. They they their only their job is to go to the barracks and do whatever needs to be done, and then go home. Yeah, well, they work out. Uh, they work out every day. They wake up early. They work out. They train how to fight every day. They do uh, mixed martial arts, wow. things like that. Like they, it's. I feel like a lot of people have a misconception about the reserves that it's yeah. kind of like, you know, but it's it's serious and there's a lot of professionals in the reserves that Listen, take, this take isn't like a Michigan militia join the army. With a bunch of, yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. We need you. This isn't a bunch of mich- this isn't like guys just getting re- meeting up in the woods every once a sat one Saturday a month to drink beer and shoot yeah. guns off. Like this is like Yeah, yeah we have veterans uh, at our regiment and all that too that have uh been know, Af- in Afghanistan yeah, and all Iraq. sorts of stuff uh, bought the Bosnia conflict, some of the older guys really? and stuff like wow. that too. Yeah, so I mean it's pretty cool. Right, it's wow, it's crazy. it's an honor to rub shoulders with some of these guys, our World War II veterans and things like that as well. That's cool. Out. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. So now, now would you would you ever pursue that as a full time career? I would love to. Yeah. It's, it's a difficult situation, right? Because like, there is a question of pay. Like, I have a certain lifestyle, right? That you've and, grown accustomed to, exactly. And, and you, and you like, obviously make good money being a red seal mechanic. Right? It, it so. is a it is a it is a jump, right? When you go that way, you'd really have to you know, be committed to the lifestyle. So but, now, but as a reserve though, like if there was ever, like you could basically be called upon at any time. It would have to be pretty serious. So it's not like a uh, reg force where it's like, you don't have a choice, right? Like mm. you're being deployed. This is the way it is. You're on contract. If I was put into mandatory service, it would mean something really was really serious. Something went wrong. Some serious shit was popping off. Yeah, basically. But like, if that was the case, you'd probably also see like other people who weren't in the military being drafted, being joined into the military. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm and honestly, I'm getting pretty good at my long. I'm rocking. The, I've been rocking the long gun at the range. Yeah. There you go. I uh, I wish that we could go to the range, but unfortunately, in my current situation, um, and I always like to make a joke about the guy running this country, and I always say, uh, "Oh, sure, he's taken away most of my guns, and the ones that he lets me keep, I'm too, he makes me too poor." even shoot them <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty fun um but yeah no i unfortunately i couldn't afford the membership at the gun club this year um but i i i wish you'd give me more no- i told you last time i said you got to give me more notice when you're coming back and you just you always do this you're such an asshole you just like you just call me like yo i'm in line i'm here i'm here bitch yeah i know i'm like give me some notice and i'll it's set britney some- bitch <laughs> <laughs> get in loser we're going shopping <laughs> for guns <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely. no we have the guns we just need the ammo <laughs> yeah so this one kind of came like it was uh 
it was a little bit sporadic, right? Like, yeah, I, but like I mean, I your said, whole life is sporadic. <laughs> this is true. I just live it one day at a time, baby. But yeah, no, like I had just finished up. Cheers. Like, cheers, buddy. Thanks for kebab chat, baby. Thanks yeah. for coming over. One for the homies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I'd been doing the uh, fucking meat. It's good, right? It's delicious. It gets I'd, you feeling good. It gets you warm on the inside. I've been doing the seven day uh, a week work thing with training and my, my civilian job, and my employers are fucking beauties, man. Like yeah, they're that's so awesome. supportive and like. They afford me the time I need, like leaving early and coming in a little bit late on like my Fridays and Mondays. Because when they get it though, and I mean, what kind of and what kind of a national would your boss be if he's like, "Oh, you're you're doing the army reserves, and we're not going to cut you a little bit of slack"? Like, come on, they are out there because like a lot of people don't realize too that we get paid. So like a lot of people just think we're doing like free shit, whatever it is. Like I I think there's definitely a lack of knowledge. Are you able to discuss the amount of pay you receive? It is public knowledge, so I could definitely uh, definitely do that. Yeah, it's it's all on uh, the Canadian government website. Okay, so what do you what do you make? You get paid per hour, obviously, or is it a salary? No, so it's kind of salary. Um, so basically, so I'm a, I'm a low ranking member. I'm a private. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first year private, I get a raise in a couple weeks for my first year. Which my private always gets a raise when he's excited. <laughs> Private always gets excited. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so you had to make a, I had to make one dick joke. <laughs> um, it is a hundred and twenty bucks for a full day's work and sixty dollars for a half day. So half days anything under five hours. Okay. Full days anything over five hours, which which could include up to how long. So on my weekends, <laughs> I have had days that we have worked over twenty hours. Wow. Yeah. Like doing what? Just like training? Yeah. So like for basic training, right? Um, it's different in the reserves than it is in regular force because when you're in regular force, you're going. You know, you're just there, right? You go to the training facility, but you're done at like four o'clock, five o'clock. Like you wake up early, but you're done. And the reserves, they're trying to pack in as much. So you're getting like three days of training in one day. Wow, that's crazy. Essentially, right? So they're really packing it in. Yeah. yeah, sleep becomes a thing of the past. Yeah, no doubt, eh? Yeah, it, it, it's an adjustment. I didn't want to say anything, but you look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bob. It's always a pleasure. Like, oh, I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's crazy. But that's the thing, though, is like they want they want to be able to get the people that they know are going to be able to go the distance, right? Like they are training you to be as close as a regular force member because when we deploy we attach ourselves to a regular force unit so you can't have a reservist soldier that's under trained and can't and is gonna just go in once you're in the ship we don't need somebody fucking it up well for sure because like you don't want to go into a regular force unit and you're just a fucking shit pump you know what i mean you want to go there you want to be able to hang you want to be able to do your job and be a professional yes exactly because at the end of the day you are relying on that especially in a combat zone you're relying on that guy next to you to to what to cover your six and and to get your back and if you can't count on the guy if you can't count on the guy that's supposed to watch you how are you supposed to watch the guy that you're supposed to watch yeah exactly and that's like really reinforced and i think that's actually something that's really cool to experience Mm. firsthand because you you hear about you do right but like when you first start out with your platoon and like you guys are all over the place from like all walks of life and that's another cool thing about the army but that's a a footnote but are you secretly an army recruiter is that why you're here (laughs) join the army (laughs) but you know you start out and you guys are all a mess right and then like as the week the weeks go on like you guys really start to click and you drive and you start to have respects for one another and like how you come together as a team it is really cool to watch and the training does work yeah absolutely right like you i mean it's tried and true it's tried and true it's It's been refined over a long time and the canadians you know like we have had much success in our uh and everyone's so polite (laughs) fire fire that gun maggot thank you (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) 
yeah yeah i uh, mean the politeness is lost sometimes but like i mean when you're in those situations like I, uh, a second. just a quick interjection i saw something very unsettling yesterday apparently a study on airplane like they've done are you taking a picture of me i'm taking a picture so my girlfriend mm, uh mm. she thinks i'm ignoring her right now so i'm just gonna take a picture in front of the mic shout out caitlin <laughs> shout out to kyle's girlfriend caitlin but yeah so i saw a very uh upsetting survey and apparently they said that um they like they did conducted studies like on planes and apparently americans are more polite than canadians on planes and so this guy commented and he's like yeah get fucked canada you have nothing now <laughs> you know what man like everyone thinks we're so nice yeah and like i guess we, we can are be, we can be in certain contexts but like the dutch love us the dutch love us but well, I've we also, liberated them so. i've also met a lot of canadians where i'm like damn dude I mean, there's going to be assholes anywhere. Like, let's be honest. This is true. But, yes. like, are we the nation that's known for politeness? Because how much worse does it get from here? <sighs> so imagine living somewhere where people aren't deemed polite. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, uh, this is kind of like a funny topic because, like, everyone thinks that the Americans are not that nice. Yeah. And uh, Aiden and I were just down in uh, the States yeah. not too long ago. Where did you go? We went down to Portland to catch a game. Portland uh, Portland Trailblazers. Again, too. Um, it was against the Phoenix Suns. A little b-ball? little b-ball. Yeah, Aiden loves basketball, eh? He does. He's a big basketball. We used to go play basketball all the time, not too far from here. Yeah, over I don't at the know if you remember back then. I was winded back then. Oh, do you mean too? My we cardio was terrible. We used to go then. play. Yeah, we'd go We'd go, We'd go. go over there and we'd like, okay, cigarette break. We'd all stop, smoke cigarettes, and try to continue to play basketball. It was like, just outrageous. Yeah, it was stupid. And then we'd be drunk. And then yeah. we used to go play road hockey all the time, remember? Yeah, yeah. Good times. <laughs> back when we actually had, well, I mean, you're, you look. You seem fairly, fairly fit right now but i think that's part of the military yeah. but i'm just yeah i'm bob not. and i are gonna go run a 10k right Fuck after this off. he promised me <laughs> i worked all day asshole <laughs> 10k you heard it here first no <laughs> yeah all right this is gonna be the official last episode of bob jack is bob is gonna have a fucking heart attack You're going to cardiac arrest yeah just make sure uh delissa knows where the, the keys are to the gun safes and uh Tell my kids I love them and make sure they get my Pokemon card collection. I'm going to, like, in advance cancel this run because I can't do that to the listeners. <laughs> I can't do that to the listeners. The world rob needs them Bob. Of their, rob them of their Yeah, we can't rob them of their Bob chat. We need the run's awesome. called off. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you went to the basketball game. Yeah, so uh, what I was going to say, like, we were talking about, uh, like, levels of politeness and just kind of, like, friendliness. Yeah. And I was so pleasantly surprised, man. Like, down really? on the West Coast, they were so polite, dude. Like, everyone was just trying to make sure, like, when we were – when we said we were from Canada, everyone was trying to make sure that we had a good time. So, like, for example, we were at the arena in Portland, and we were trying to find our seat, and the one usher, I was just like, yeah, like, he's like, oh, is it your first time here? And I'm like, yeah, we're from Canada, like, we just wanted to catch a game, and this is the closest place yeah. to catch a game where he's like, no way, this is your first time here. Yeah. And he took us down to, uh, I don't even know what you'd call it, but he got us a certificate for the first game. He got Aiden a button. No like, shit, eh? Picture with the mascot, like... And everyone was just trying to make sure we had a good time. But, like, same through Washington. Like, I stopped at a gun store in Tacoma and just oh, checking it out. Ya? Yeah, just to see, like, the good stuff they have there. Yeah, like, the, the It's naughty in Canada, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Naughty, naughty boys. Yeah. So, like, I was just going around, and uh, the guy came around. He's, like, around our age, and he's just like, hey, man, can I help you find anything, whatever? And I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I'm just looking at a couple things. Like, most of this thing, most of this stuff I can't buy because of, like, export and import laws and things like that. But I just kind of wanted to see what you guys are rocking with down here. Yeah, like, so I you love, let him know you're from Canada. Yeah, like, yeah. I love firearms, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're from Canada. And he's just like, do you want to hold some of the guns that you guys can't get up there? Yes, yeah. uh, absolutely. Yeah, so he's just like, oh, yeah, check this one out. He, like, hands me an AK-12. Oh, my God, sick. That's yeah. like the mini AK, right? 
Uh, it's basically the exact same as an AK. It's just a more modern platform. Okay. You'll actually okay. see a lot of the Russian soldiers with U- in Ukraine with them right now. Yes. Funker350.com. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, he was like pulling ones off the wall. He's like, ooh, this one's naughty in your country. Check this one out. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, awesome. But yeah, we swapped information. He's just like, yeah, you know, like I come up uh, to Canada every now and then. Like, hmm. love to go shooting with you up there. And he's like, next time you're down here, like definitely hit me up and we'll go shoot some Sick. of the shit you guys can. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like I was saying, like everyone was just really trying to make sure we had a good time mm. down there that's awesome it's so depressing when you go into the gun store now and uh, i know a lot of again that's an, we try not to get too political here at bob chat and we're not going to get into it but obviously if you guys are avid listeners of bob chat you know that i'm an avid uh, firearm enthusiast as well i'm a hunter um and yeah it's so depressing you go into the gun store now and it used to literally be just cases of handguns yeah right and now you go in there and you can't buy anything you know what though you know what the most depressing one of the most the lowest points in my life ever was kyle it was uh, literally a week before the handgun ban was going to go into effect, mm-hmm. and I have always wanted a Luger. Yeah. I've wanted a Luger ever since I saw Band of Brothers when I was yeah. like 12 years old. Expensive. That's hand- so if people don't know what a Luger is, a Luger is a World War II German pistol, um, and it's got a top blowback. It's awesome. Very different platform than most. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you wouldn't, if you don't know what it is, Google Luger, you see what I'm talking about. It's a 9mm. That's where the 9mm Luger that actually comes from. It's it actually entitled 9mm Luger. It was the first pistol that took that cartridge of yeah. the 9mm. Yeah. And actually, a friend of ours, uh, you know Rico? Yes. So I'll say his... So we'll friend, say his street name. So a friend of ours, Rico, um, he uh, yeah, he, he actually has a 1937 um, artillery Luger. Cool. And so the artillery Lugers were longer, right? So it has a very long barrel and it could have like the wooden stock on it. But he finally got around to getting someone to, there's only like two people in the whole country that mill Luger barrels and okay. he got them to make him a shorter one. So it was still within the four and a quarter compliance for the yep. laws in Canada. But now he has like the short stubby Luger. Luger. and this thing had like the eagle the swaska it's still all it's still all there guys yeah like this is a legitimate nazi fucking handgun yeah they again uh, no political affiliation like strictly historical value but i mean it's 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 a it's a it's a firearm it's the engineering like this pistol is 1937 so that piss this pistol is uh 85 years old you know what? I honestly think like with... with 86 years old, with, 2023. With the Eagle and the Swastika, right? Like we all know that's bad. And yes. you know what? I think we can appreciate that for what it is, right? It's, it, it is a mark on history and I'm one of those people that don't think we should, uh, you know erase that right like that's yes i mean i we definitely shouldn't be promoting it like, absolutely I, not but 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 i mean that is like i was just jacob showed me this clip from uh from two bears one k or two bears one k right the tom segura and uh burt kreischer podcast he told me about this the teacup the teacup and he literally gifts him like hitler's teacup yeah, yeah that's so, wild I mean, it's it's but again it's and you know what i i also like i collect coins and i also have some reich marks from the nazi period but again it's strictly historical value it has nothing to do like with the political affiliation right? yeah you know what like and i think you can usually tell like because someone who's like repping a swastika like yeah. is that like as this is what i believe in like yeah you can look at them and be like that guy's a piece a, of shit yeah <laughs> that guy's a bag of milk um but uh so back to the story a bag of milk <laughs> <laughs> i uh do you say that around aiden so you're not swearing and stuff a I bag f- of milk no yeah. that, that guy's was, a bag of milk that's just kind of like you're a shit pump yeah know? no this i yeah, a, bag a of shit milk. pump yeah. my friend dave who does our tattoos he's like he's like yeah he's like when he was on the show he's like yeah i don't like swearing when i'm in the car with my kids so he's like i'll be driving like oh you turkeys. That guy's a turkey. <laughs> the turkey one. 
Yeah, but then the turkey gets offensive, right? It was like you're a jive turkey. Oh, Kyle, you just call me a jive turkey. Yeah, doesn't that is not a slang for white people though? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, I don't think to... I think like a jive turkey is like someone like it's a slang for someone who's like kind of full of shit. Is it okay? Well, we yeah. should check before we decide to cut that out of the episode if it's racist or not. It's not racist. <laughs> it's not. I wouldn't do that to you. Uh, all right, we're gonna look it up. Then I'm gonna tell you about the worst. Uh, oh, there's a song. Jive turkey. Jive turkey. Someone who is unreliable, makes exaggerations, or empty promises. Or is otherwise dishonest. Yeah, those fucking jive turkeys. See, now it's okay, right? Yeah, what is it's it? okay. We don't what is that show? Semi-Pro with Will Ferrell? Semi, the movie, yeah. Yeah, so. so they're all at the table, and the one guy's like, did you just call me a jive turkey? And it gets all serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, I think you just shot. You just got shot. What? Really? <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, uh, it was a week. So this is one of the worst, like, lowest points of my life, because, like, I've always wanted a Luger. I walk into Goebbels, into the gun store, okay? They normally, like I said, prior to the new laws coming into effect, they had just cases lined with handguns. Yeah. I go in there, and there was literally one one pistol mm-hmm. in the store. Mm-hmm. Okay, I go look at it. This is a, uh, I believe it was, it was came, it was from like the eighties. It was an Iraqi made like Luger, which I know sounds wow. crazy. Yeah. And this thing was like, it was huge. Yeah. It was like a, like it was a large firearm. Yeah. Right? Like I'm talking like an art, like a, like an uh, Iraq army, like artillery officer, fucking Luger. Yeah. And this thing was all black. It had gold inlay on it. No shit. $6,000. Yeah. And I was like, this is literally, literally in a week, I will never be able to own a Luger. I walk into the gun store. What's the one gun they have? A Luger. A Luger. Yeah. And it's not. A very it's, unique piece also. A very unique piece. And that's why, and it was there on consignment. And that's yeah. why it was like $6,000. I was like. Dude, if I could afford it, I would have bought in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah, that handgun ban was tough, right? Because, like, I got, uh, yeah. I, I really needed to get myself some firearms, right? <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm never going to get it to do it again. I want a Glock and I want a Tokarev and, like, all yeah. this stuff. So, like, see, the worst part about it is that a lot of those, like, like I, I'm not going to, you know, say how many guns I do have, but I do possess. I have some restricted firearms. And the problem with that is that when I die, they will destroy them. I yeah. can no longer pass them down to my sons. No, put them they in my die coffin. with me. They die with me. Put them in my coffin. I'm going in the afternoon. Yeah, and then, yeah, I guarantee the fucking RCMP will dig your fucking grave up to retrieve <laughs> those firearms. Like, fuck this guy. We're digging his grave. Yeah. <laughs> okay, put him back in. <laughs> Man, my girlfriend, she was so good, right? Like, we, yeah. we, li- we live together, right? So, like, the finances are like a joint thing at yes. this point. We've been living together for a while and, like, <laughs> Like, babe, it's, it's the last one, right? Trudeau, he just banned firearms. He just banned handguns. I'm just buying one more. And then, like, I come home with another one, and she just look at me, and I'd be like, this girl is going to leave me. Man. I swear to God, like, she's so over it. See, I, I bought I bought the majority of my guns when I was single and before I met Delissa. So, yeah. I mean, I bought a few during the pandemic. But it was funny, actually. When I, when I got my Glock, I uh, I ordered it, and it came to the post office. And I and it's there's a post office right over here, right? And I and the guys are kind of dicks, right? At the Southcrest Post Office, so I go over there and I was like, I got the the tag, I got the email. I was like, your packages arrived, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I was like, it's like clock day. Yeah. So I go right to the post office after work, and it was like five oh five, and they're like, the guy's like, yeah, no, we don't. Uh, I'm like, look, I can, and I'm like, 
I'm like, my package is here. He's like, oh, it's 5.05. We don't sign on any packages after 5. Oh, and I'm like, man. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm like, man, please. I didn't want to tell him it was a handgun, but I was like, man, please. I was like, I've been waiting for this forever. I was like, you have no idea. Like, please. And I finally convey, fucking finally strong armed him into giving me, I was like, come on, man. I come in here all the time. Yeah. I buy fucking cigarettes and Gatorades here all the time. <laughs> I will no longer be buying my Gatorades here. Yeah, or cigarettes. Package. I'm going to the res. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, so I basically got him to give it to me, and, like, yeah, I was, like, oh, so excited. Yeah, that's a good feeling, right, especially when you order mm. it online. I don't know what it's like with ammo. So, like, um, when you buy a gun online in Canada, right, there's certain carriers that will ship the firearms. Yes. And there's certain ones that won't. But most of it just goes through. People don't realize, like, they, they literally will ship a gun to your house. Yeah. Like, sorry, and I, I, so I, sorry, I got home, and I wasn't here. So they left the slip. If I was here, they would have said, oh, here's your package. They yeah. don't know what it is. So I don't know if it's the same. And I think it is the same with ammunition. Yeah. So I bought a Tokarev, right? And then... What, uh, what, where, what country? Romanian Tokarev. So, I have a, so, uh, so for people that don't know what a Tokarev is, because um, everyone knows what a Glock is. Even if you're not into guns, you know what a Glock is. You've heard enough rap songs. You know what it is. Um. <laughs> of course, of course. But so basically, a Tokarev is a communist-made pistol yeah. um, that was made uh, like it's a surplus pistol, right? So they literally end of World War II, end of World War II, Cold War. They literally produce millions of these things, and then at that point, all the Soviet bloc countries like Romania, like Yugoslavia, like uh, Czechoslovakia, yeah. like North Korea has North, some. any con- like Chinese have them as well yeah. too. Basically, the Russian, the basically the Soviet party was like we. We've come up with a cheap, effective way to make a, a functioning pistol. We're gonna supply. We're gonna supply the print or like the blueprints, the blueprints yeah. to all the Soviet bloc countries, yeah. and then they're all gonna be able to produce their own firearm. Yeah. It's basically like stamped steel. Yeah, like it's there's nothing fancy about well, it. Same like the AK forty-seven and all that stuff. Like yes. they all got the right the rights to make it. But yeah, so I bought uh, the bulk ammo, right? Because like mm. I didn't know how the ammo situation it's was corrosive. It is, but I was like, I don't know how the ammo situation the is going to be for The 762 by 25? Yes, sir. Yeah. But I didn't know how it was going to be like uh, down the line, right? So I just bought myself 1,400 rounds of this stuff. Oh, shit. What did you add? A little... Uh, little uh, yeah, the can. The can. The can of ammo. Yeah. I but I was it. pretty sure you're supposed to sign for that stuff, but they just... I was at work, and they just left it at my door. I came home like hours later, and there's just this can of ammo sitting you on my prob- front porch. Yeah. I mean, th- you probably should have signed for it. I mean, that's at the fault of... The post office. The deli- It wasn't Canada Post. So I mean, Canada- I was going to say, technically, they're federal agents. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Canada Post. So, like, other, all the other delivery companies will ship the ammunition, but some have refused to do the firearms. Yeah. So, I think it might be cheaper to use the other companies. So, they'll ship the firearms Canada Post, but the, they'll get random companies to ship the ammo. Yeah, it'll be like some guy in a white cute van yeah. shows up. Yeah, and drops. I'm not going <laughs> to slander the company, but I was pretty sure I was supposed to sign for that. Firearms outlet Canada? Firearms outlet.ca? I think I bought it from Marstar. Marstar, I bought a few things off Marstar. I like Marstar; they're pretty. I do. I don't mind Marstar as well too. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, It's just it's it's unfortunate, like for people like ourselves that are responsible and law-abiding citizens that are are that maintain our firearms in a responsible, respectable way. Yeah, like that we are being you know incriminated for that kind of thing. I mean. that's as much as I'm going to say because, like, again, I don't like to get too political, but yeah. it, but it does suck though because uh, hunting and sports shooting is a big part of my life. You know, and again, not to get p- political, but they uh, they say that handgun owners in Canada, or rather, just firearm owners in general, are actually like 
I think in it's this like country, thirty-five percent less likely absolutely. to uh, break any law. Absolutely, because uh, actually, yes, because and if people aren't aware, if you are a restricted firearm owner in this country, we are the most vetted citizens because we are caught on a daily basis. We are run through a police check. Yes. Mirror Machine, New Brunswick, where the RCMP headquarters is, they have your name, they have my name, they have the name of anyone that owns a restricted firearm on in a database. And if we if we went out tonight and we got in a fight at the bar and we got charged with an if I got charged with an assault, guess what? They would be knocking on my door the very next day saying taking your guns. Any kind of violent crime, any kind of uh, domestic violence, anything. They will come and they will repossess your firearms, no yep. questions asked, because you fucked up. So I mean it's but that's the thing though, is like we are the most vetted citizens in this country. This is true. Because not no not not just because we don't want to lose our guns, because we're just normal decent fucking human beings yeah absolutely. we're not crazy people yeah we also when you uh get a restricted firearms license and you get your first uh restricted firearm mm. you uh you allow the rcmp at any time if they want to check up and come and see how you're storing your firearms they, absolutely. Don't, they don't need a warrant to come in now so there is there is a stipulation to that though because what could happen is like let's say for instance you go to the gun range mm-hmm. right you come back from the gun range you're sitting at your dining room table you're you've got your guns taken apart you're cleaning your guns yeah right so the thing is is that if they show up at your house you are allowed to request that they return within 24 hours so you can say hey this isn't a good time for me please come back but when they come back the second time yeah they are coming in no matter what but that 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 clause is in there for that instance right because like you were supposed to have them done especially restricted they're supposed to be double locked right yes but if you have them out cleaning you just went to the gun range yes i mean there you you can't you can't you can't have them locked up all the time. Yeah. It's not like I just sit around with a fucking pistol in my For house. Sure. I think right? it's just become like a political hot issue, right? Like my poor, gun. my poor guns, man. Like I, I, every once in a while, I open up the gun cabinet to replace the the dehumidifier pack, and they're like, ah, close. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't get mine out as much as I should, especially yeah. when I get a new one. It's like it's never enough, right? Like, yeah, never, like, oh, it's oh, never yeah. enough, bro. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, at the same time, though, like the government's literally giving you guns to shoot that are way fucking cooler yeah the first time i got to shoot on fully automatic was like uh yeah. you know that was a bucket list moment right yeah no doubt you know, no like doubt. as rick flair would say Woo! <laughs> you know what i, I mean, mean that was, come on come on give us a good one <laughs> <laughs> whoa the kids are sleeping bro <laughs> that was entrapment Bob. <laughs> gotcha but no that was uh that that was a pretty cool moment so yeah, we were down in the basement. I was uh, showing Kyle because we've recently, I think I've talked about it on the show before, but we uh, <clears throat> we have a three-bedroom townhouse, right? So we uh, we had a room upstairs, which was the studio room. Well, it went from the chill room um, to the weed room, but it was the TV room, and my Nana would ask. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's this room for? It's just the TV room. No, we smoke a bunch of weed in there. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, so it got to the point where, like, the kids were getting big. Um, we just amassed, like, so many toys and shit. It was like we need an area to, like, stick a bunch of their toys. Yeah. And some days it's easier when they get up. Dilsa just comes down, makes some breakfast, and they hang out upstairs 100%. and do their thing, right? Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, so we had to basically put all the podcast stuff down in the basement. We no longer have anybody living with us. Dude, I had people living here forever. Yeah, you did. It was quite a while. After, like, so after, like, I had... 
uh, Griffin lived here off and on for years. Our friend Griffin, you guys will know Griffin if you've listened to Bob Chat frequently. He's been on a ton of episodes. One of the originators of Bob Chat, actually. I still use a clip of him in the very beginning of the the intro. Okay, shout out uh, Griffin. Shout out to Griffin. He he listens every episode, so he'll be listening. Especially if you're on, him like, oh my god, Kyle's on. I'm Ooh. definitely listening. What up, Griffin? Griffin, <laughs> the G man, the G yeah, to the T I, I, to the I T. I miss that guy, Griffin. I miss you. I Anyways, love, go on. I miss Griffin too. So Griffin lived here. Um, off and on a couple of times when he would come back he always ended up staying here uh, but he actually lived here like full on for like two years uh, Brenneman used to live here oh no shit yeah Brenneman lived here for like a year okay. uh, and then streaming was basically a vagrant here during COVID you know because he was like oh our friend streaming you guys know streaming he's been on a bunch of episodes as well too like his right when COVID happened he lived with his grandmother who was like 80 I was like dude I was like don't get your grandma sick you're still going out you're still doing everything I was yeah. like Come live here. And then I'm going to work anyways, a fucker. Yeah, he's like, I got it made now. Chilled on my couch and ate McDonald's and got drunk while I'm at work. Bob me in. Yeah, everybody. I was in Papa Bob. That's why I say every time I get home from work now, I'm like, Papa's home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, streaming lived here. And then our friend Joe and Laura lived here for for like two years. Yeah. Um, and then Delissa's sister lived with us for like a year and a half. Wow, I didn't know that many people came through here. A lot of people have lived here, dude. A wow. lot of people have lived here. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, because like, cause I was here by myself, right? And like, it's got to the point where I was like, well, I don't want to be here alone. And I was like, I need somebody to help pay the rent. Why not, right? Um, but then after Delissa's sister moved, I was like, I am never living with anyone ever again unless they're my wife and kids. Yeah. It, I am done. It gets like that for sure, man. Because like, I had roommates all. Not in my 20s anymore. <laughs> yeah. I had roommates like all coming up, you know, through adulthood and living at places. But like, man, when you get. Especially in your situation, you got a family. Like, you just need your space. Bro. Yeah, absolutely. You know, your absolutely. kids are getting a little older now. Like, you just need your space. Well, and like, and dude, like, you just you don't want to have to deal. Like, you already de- you already deal with enough bullshit with your wife and kids. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to come home and deal with some. Like, I don't mind. I don't mind. Like, my wife. I don't mind my kids. Obviously, I love them, but I don't want to come home after like working all day and deal with somebody else's fucking bullshit. Oh well, yeah, for sure, man. Because like, if you're not on the same page, like yeah, that I'm getting day, real right? Tonight. I'm getting real. The meat, the meat. I cut loose on the meat, Kyle. <laughs> Bob chat uncensored. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, like I totally get it though, dude. Like you're doing your thing, right? And like yeah. maybe if you want to come home and have a fucking nap, and your roommates are like getting shit faced, mm. you know, when you come home, you're just like fuck. Or or somebody's watching TV in the living room. You're like, well, I want to watch TV in the living room. Yeah, hundred percent. You, you know, notice we got a switch over there? And some people, uh, oh, wow, yeah, you got a switch. Yeah, we got our tax return, so. So Bob is in the top 1% of. <laughs> well, I got, I, I got it because, like, I, Dilsa, you know, Dilsa's here all day, right? So it's something for her to do, yeah. and then I just, I love Pokemon, so. <laughs> I also happen to enjoy Pokemon. I'm so. about it. I'm yeah. about it. Dude, I found my old Game Boy. No shit, I've been yeah, I've been rocking Pokemon Yellow for a while. Have you? I found my old Game Boy with Game or uh, Pokemon Red. No way! Yes, the nostalgia, dude. Taco, you want to talk about drugs? Nostalgia is the drug. It is. Like you should, you give me a like. Listen, I don't care if you're if you're doing math, okay? Nostalgia is the strongest drug around. Yeah, just go show up in front of the house you grew up in. Yeah, it's it's better. Whoa. Yeah, maybe whoa. we should cut that out. I feel like some people have bad, <laughs> bad upbringings. Whatever. I mean, that's. I mean, I. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. You live and you learn. We're 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 old men now. It's that's part of what we do. We reflect. We reflect. Mm, we're yeah. better men because of it. I feel like we should be in rocking chairs right now. No doubt. Yeah. Can I get a blanket from my knees? <laughs> 
Once I can grow a, a beard as good as Bob, we'll just get, we'll get two uh, get in there. Are you allowed to have a beard in the Army, in the reserves? We are, yeah, unless you're ordered to shave. So there's like certain training exercises where you'll be ordered to shave, right? Because you'll have to use gas masks and mm. things like that, right? So, yeah. What about, are you considering just rocking the stash? That's like a classic Army look. I have... Is that only for the officers? No, it's not. I have a lot of photos of me just with the Army stash. I'll have to share some of them with you. There's quite a few of them. We'll put them in the comments. Yeah. So like when I was, when I was with like my last group training, we, uh, we were ordered to shave midway through. Really? And, and I had the matter of fact conversation. I was like, listen, boys, if you can grow a mustache... And if you're capable of it, we're doing mustaches. Okay, this is a team effort. <laughs> yeah, Kyle. Kyle's definitely. I can see Kyle being like a pillar of the of the unit, <laughs> like rallying the troops. Yeah, like no pun intended. <laughs> so there were some guys that were unsure, and I was like, "Look at me! You look at me right now. You look fucking sick with that mustache." Okay. And we are doing this. So we're like shaving them all together. And guys are like, fuck, I look like my dad. I'm like, you look sick. <laughs> your dad was a G. You are your dad. Yeah. So like the master corporal, he's like looking at all of us. And like at the end, right? Like just before we're allowed to grow our beards back again. And we're like, we're, we're all shave them off and stuff. He's like, yeah, you guys got rid of your mustaches. We're like, I was like, yeah, master corporal. You know, like it was, uh, it's getting hard to look at in the mirror. And he's just like, Salloway, it was getting pretty hard to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he sounds like a fun guy he oh, sounds yeah. like a fun boss <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, that's funny eh yeah uh, yeah there's lots of good stuff like that and then uh so like in the because i was reading a thing is like they don't they don't care anymore about facial hair or tattoos yeah you can have uh tattoos all the way up to your jawline now hands included you're just not allowed face tattoos really yeah you can have any kind of hair you want you can color it the only caveat to that is like if you're going operational yeah you you have to make it so you can camouflage, right? Like you can't yes. be going out there with pink hair and this kind of shit, right? Yeah, like you have yeah, to cover yeah. that up so yes. you're operationally fit. So they're trying to be more inclusive. Yeah, essentially. Like we definitely have uh, we have position shortages. Join the army, but uh, <laughs> we we need people. Okay, right recruiter now. Kyle. <laughs> we we uh, we need people right now. Yeah. So they're definitely making it, but but like values of society changes, right? Like yes. our generation is not the same as our parents' generation, mm. things like that, or right? Our grandparents' generation, absolutely. So like you know, you have quality people, quality yeah. professionals that can come in that may not fit that same mm. look, right? Yes. So. Yes. So they, yeah, exactly. Just because I have tattoos doesn't mean that I wouldn't be a good soldier yeah. if that's what I chose to do. Absolutely. Like, if you're determined to do something, then absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, you got a lot of tattoos out. Look at me too. We're getting there. Covered. Is it your one sleeve all done? This one's damn near. I got to get a little bit of color and stuff in it. Yeah. So you got. I'm all about the color. I'm yeah. about it. I uh, I kind of took a break. Like I was spending a lot of money on tattoos, and then I went a little gun crazy. I was gonna say, why did you stop spending money on tattoos? Because you went gun buying guns. Yeah, spending money on guns. I got you figured out. All my gun owners knows how it. No, no pun intended. It was literally like the wild west. Like when they started announcing that the bans, everything were happening. It's like people were selling and buying guns like fucking crazy. Oh yeah. Like it was like it was like dude like you. And you you would go and you could like you couldn't buy you couldn't buy a handgun to save your life. No, especially one that you wanted. So I always wanted a Glock, right? And I kind of sat on my yeah, hands for a while. You shouldn't have. And then right at the end, like see, you know what I you know what I sat on? And I'm disappointed. I wanted a uh, I wanted a Smith and Wesson double action revolver. Yeah, um, the revolvers went quick. Yeah, see, I wanted uh, with the black grip with the black 
like the black grip and the and the chrome right and the beauty of those is that they they're chambered in 357 mm-hmm. but they will also take a 38 yeah. special yeah. so for people that don't know 357 magnum and a 38 special special are the same caliber of bullet but they're just a, a larger the 357 has more powder so it's a longer yeah. casing um i so. did end up getting that glock though you did get a glock i did yeah so Would i you sat get on a my ni- hands you get a 19 like, or a 17 i got a glock 48 oh it's so a, it's a single stack mag. Single stack, but I wanted that. So it's like basically. I shot one of those. They're not very accurate, though. No, they're not. But I mean, so not it, as accurate it, as the seventeen. Here's the thing: like can, in Canada, we have gun uh, like restricted has a barrel length limit, so you can't get a super short barrel. That is but, basically the line for a concealed carry that you could get in Canada. No, I was going to say though, because the forty-eight, like, and sorry, I, I apologize, because yeah, so it's a single stack mag, right? Ten and rounds, it's, though, and it's it's thin. Actually, you know what? It's a thin pistol. I want to say it's still double stack. I should know this because it's my fucking i'm pretty sure the four or maybe the third the glock 30 is a single stack the glock 48 is basically a glock 19 because i know a glock 40 is a 10 mil but it still does the 10 round magazine which is all we're allowed to have yeah, but I yeah, so it wouldn't be a single stack then. It is a double stack, I'm pretty sure. Okay, because I know there's a, there is a, our friend Rico again. Um, he had a he had a single stack Glock and like, but it was like a it was like I can't remember what number it was, but it was a thin one. And he bought it and he was like, I hate Glocks. This is garbage. I let him shoot mine. He's like, Oh wow, this is awesome. Mine just sucks. So you know what? It might be a single stack because here's what mine looks like, but it still accepts the ten rounds. So it might be. I don't get it out nearly enough as I should. I just got a Glock because I was like, I need to have a Glock. Well, in my it's, showing, it's showing the forty-eight next to the nineteen. Um, see what I'm what I'm thinking is that no, it's a single stack, bro. But it's still a nine mil. You know what I mean? It's yeah, but it's a, so I know I've I've shot this gun. This is one that Rico has. It's thinner. Like, yeah. It's thinner than the seventeen and the nineteen. Like the seventeen's like a full size basically. If you so, will. no, actually, so the uh, I believe if memory serves correctly, the nineteen is the full size, and the seventeen is the the compact of that. But that, or is it the other way? It is the other way. So the seventeen is the full size. So I have the full size. The nineteen is like they call it the compact one, but it's still a decent size handgun that one is the same size as the 19 but it's thinner thinner yeah it's a thin yes. handgun so i know exactly what you're talking about i've shot that it's uh, sorry kyle like it's, it's sick it's a glock uh, so for me it was more like <laughs> so i have a full-size handgun that would be comparable to your glock 17 so i had the option they had brought in five glocks of each i came into the gun store at the right time he's like oh, listen nice. i got these he's like probably by the end of the day it's you should have got a 17 but I already had a full size, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, am I going to get two full size nine mil handguns? So I'm like, you know Akimbo, what? Go Kimbo, bro. Yeah, I guess. But <laughs> it, it just kind of felt sick because it was like, if I was American in, yeah. a, in a concealed carry state, this is what I'd probably have. Oh, absolutely. You know that's I mean? why they made it. They made it f- to be concealed and carried yeah, because so. it's thin and it's it, it fits where you want it to. And for people that don't know what a Kimbo means, um, it means when you uh, basically double fist pistols yeah. or any kind of firearm. Play some Call of Duty. Guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you old. Yeah, well, uh, are you, there old people listening? Hello, uncultured. <laughs> but to, to, to add to Bob's point, it is wildly inaccurate. Yes, but sorry. It is also unlike. It's fun though. It is unlike the movies where you see a guy like shooting out guys oh, from like upper floor absolutely. windows with any handgun. People don't realize shooting handguns is far more difficult than you would expect it to oh, be. Oh yeah, definitely. It's tough, man. Definitely. It's tough because like it's you're like oh it's. 20 yards away what what could go wrong but you don't realize like it's like when you're golfing when you're golfing like if you if people don't know when you're golfing if you if you if you don't swing through the ball and you lift your head up 
Is that your wife or is your girlfriend calling no, you? No, I don't actually know who that is, so we're just going to go ahead and... You want oh, cru- I think that's Aiden's school. You want to cruise? Oh, really? Yeah. Why are they calling you now? Put on speaker. Hello? If Aiden's skipping school. No, he's not. Uh, who cares? No report cards? Who cares? Great. Doesn't matter if you failed. <laughs> um, he's but, safe for another couple days. But like, it's like when you're golfing, right? Like if you if you lift your head while you're golfing, or you don't you don't swing properly. Same with guns, right? Like if you don't control the direction and like the the velocity of the firearm. Like maybe that's a bad analogy with golf, but I always think about that because like when you're golfing, you lift your head, you fuck up your shot. Yeah. If you're not if you're not focused and in control of that, it's not it's not as easy as it looks, people. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Like even when we're training with the rifles, man. Like. There is a certain way to do things, dude. I've been banging my long gun, man. My two, two, three bolt action, savage, man. I'm and like, did I? Did you? I don't know if you listened to the. Did you see my post about the deer? Like, it wasn't the biggest deer in the world, but dude, I literally shot this deer at 150 yards with a fucking muzzle loader to the heart. Was it a? No, it was on Instagram, and I did see that with I a muzzle loader yeah. to the heart at 150 yards. That's like, wild. I, I paced it. Yeah. Like, and my buddy was like, "Holy fuck!" They're all like, "You're definitely coming back next year." I'm like, "Dude, I probably." I and our friend. Rico again I keep talking about Rico but he makes it he makes his own ammo right and he so he used to have an AR well he saw his AR but he can't shoot it anymore right so he's probably gonna be pissed if he listened to this but (laughs) nobody knows who fucking Rico is anyways um but he uh, he used to make all his own ammo, and that's the reason I bought the two two three bolt actions. Because when they banned the ARs, I went in the gun store, and everybody has all this two two three ammo, but they can't shoot it because they banned the ARs. So they had a sale on the bolt action. So I was like, I'll grab that. And he made a bunch of shit, and he's very precise about his shooting. And he was like, Well, I don't can't shoot the AR anymore, and I have a two two three bolt action. But if I don't like the ammo, he just dude, he's giving me bags of homemade rounds. So I'm two, just two, three? yeah, I'm just I was just there, just fucking rocking the long gun just for days on that nice like, that's that's like getting to be an expensive round yes it is it is a brand new 20 pack is like tw- over 20 dollars what was your 223 is it black creek labs it's a savage oh okay access to so it's got the accu trigger so it's got the two-step trigger on it cool. it's it's in the i'll show you after it's fucking beautiful that's very cool yeah but uh yeah so what uh can you tell us about some cool stuff that you've been doing in the army yeah i mean i guess i can get into a little bit of it but uh i mean basically basically it's just uh you know, getting a uh, bunch pumped. of dudes sitting around jerking each other up. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. We we're got, not. We're not the Navy. <laughs> yeah, we're not the Navy. We <laughs> shout out Navy. <laughs> no, we uh, we got some good people. We also got some very competent women at our mm. uh, at our regiment awesome. as well. Awesome, so that's great, man. Shout out to the ladies that are uh, stepping up. So now, are a lot of the people that are in your unit are they are they like you're saying are they all around the same age, kinda? So it's pretty diverse, like, and when you go on training, this is another interesting thing, right? Because, like, I would be considered one of the older guys. Like, I'm 30 years old. One of my good buddies, <laughs> he's 33, and we got another guy who's 38. Oh, my and God. And we're the old guys, right? Like, we have to help out some would of the Would you ever think guys. that you'd be the old guy? I never did, man, to be honest with you. <laughs> I always identified as a young guy. <laughs> I still do. <laughs> you can still be a young guy, yeah. Yeah. But, no, it's a, it's a pretty healthy mix. Like, we've got uh, – because you only need to be 16 with parents' permission to get in, right? Are you serious? Yeah, so we got, like, some 17-year-olds and things like that, and you help them along. And they bring some interesting flavor, right? Like, yeah. they bring – their the spry. Slang. 
and it's tough to keep up with these guys because like they don't need to stretch before they work out or yeah. like, you know what i mean but yeah no it, it's pretty cool like basically you learn how to be uh, a functioning infantry man because i'm infantry for uh my particular trade but like uh reading map and compass like yeah uh, i used to do army cadets when i was a kid yeah and then uh being proficient with a firearm knowing it in and out mm-hmm. uh, you know all sorts of stuff and just how which to, is just generally a good a life skill to have yeah man i mean like knowing map and compass was something i always wanted to do but also just uh knowing how to survive outside like uh make yourself a shelter things like that yeah, right? like good, good things to know yeah, you exactly. Know, like even outside of the, the military, there's practical mm. application, right? Well, and I mean, it's, I would rather, that's what I want to teach my sons, right? I want to teach them how to clean an animal, how to, how to, how to survive and do things like, you know, certain skills, in my opinion, you know, like they're, they're worth more than money, right? Mm, because, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Cause yeah. you, you gotta, you gotta be a competent human being like, cause you know, one day, and I think we do take it for, uh, for granted one day, like, you know, we might not have all these comforts and luxuries. Shit could hit the fan. Shit could hit the fan. But people live in a bubble though, right? Like we don't, we don't, life seems so simple because you work, you like in church, times are tough. Definitely. Don't get me wrong. We're all feeling the effects of, of what's been going on but um but it's like okay you go to work you make your money you go to the grocery store you buy groceries yeah you know it's but it's 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 not that it's not there could be a point in time where it's not that simple yeah absolutely i mean you need to know how to function right like exactly so so when the revolution starts where are you gonna be bob chad (laughs) listeners (laughs) coming to you live from the bunker Yeah, no doubt he's in an underground bunker running yeah. Bob Chat still. Yeah, that no voice doubt. that carries us through. Yeah, we uh we only have like one we only have like the records I have, so we just play one song over and over and over again. It'll be like Fallout, man. Yeah. You know I mean like Bob just running the, the Bob Chat podcast. I like to think of an apocalyptic situation being a nuclear winter, but I mean we can only hope for the best. Zombies would be cool, but like I don't see it happening. Yeah, I feel like the nuclear winter would be like, you know, more for effect, right? Yeah. Bob coming through to you broadcasting on the waves. Mm, exactly. Yeah. There is hope, survivors. Yeah. <laughs> Rally to me. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like, do you think they'd be f- they'd be fast zombies for sure? Fast zombies in a zombie apocalypse? You think so, man? I think they'd start out fast. If they weren't fast, they wouldn't stand as much of a chance. No, but I mean, look at Walking Dead though, because you got to remember, you got to remember, Kyle. In that kind of situation, the zombies aren't the monsters; it's the people. I guess so, yeah. Right? Because, I mean, how fast would people, how fast does humanity go down the drain? How fast is common sense, reasoning, uh, 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 why can't I think of the word, uh, compassion? Um, yeah. What's it called when you're just nice, when you're like, mercy, that's the word. I think that we... How uh, fast does that go away? We regress to our original instincts you know when when we get in those situations we're all animals fight or flight fight or flight man yeah i mean nobody wants to nobody wants to die let me ask you a question and i was actually uh i so a good friend of mine uh well he's a safety guy at our work his name is brandon i know brandon listen shout out to brandon uh me and him clicked like right away i did a training thing a couple weeks ago right um or i guess a month ago now and uh so we were we went to my buddy al's after we're drinking right brandon's a big history guy so me and him just clicked immediately he turned me on some really awesome history podcasts um and we're always giving each other like world war ii trivia questions right and he's so shocked that i know some of the answers i'm like dude i fucking love world war ii me and my Mm. dad are playing a trip to france to go walk the beaches of fucking normandy i was like are you kidding me i love that shit yeah that's awesome um but uh we're sitting at al's and like we're somehow we got talking about like evil and like doing the right or whatever it was and i said to him i was like i was like how about this al i was like 
would you kill baby Hitler? <laughs> I was like, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, would you kill baby Hitler? I'm like, that's the ultimate question because he's evil. We know he's going to be evil. But at this point in time, he's just a little baby. Like, Fuck, would you man. kill him or do you think you could change him? Or could you, oh, man, I don't even know. This is just going to put me in a predicament right yeah. now. Cause like, first, it's a catch-22. It is. Like, first like first <laughs> knee-jerk reaction, I'm just like, off that little fucker. Kill that little fucker. Just fucking take him I don't out. care. He's a baby. Fuck him. But, I mean, maybe you could, like, you know, just take could he, him. Could he change? Could you just, is, he, is he a, yeah, could you change him? But that's the thing, though. you just take him and put him in, like, a little cage? Or you just get him, like, <laughs> you know? But, see, but that's the thing, though, is that, like, I'm I'm listening to this this podcast he turned me on to call Real Dictators, and it's all about his early life. Because, like, you can sit here and say, like, okay, all these evil dictators of the world, like, you know, Stalin and Hitler and Mao and, you know, Gaddafi. Pol Pot. And, and, and Papa Doc and all these all these guys, right? You can say, okay, well, they're, they're, they're a product of their environment. They're a victim of circumstance, mm-hmm. right? But a lot of these guys are just sadistic to begin with. Like, Hitler, when he was a, when he was a kid... Like he he his family had servants. He went to a private school, mm-hmm. right? Like, sure, his parents died when he was young, but he got their pension, and he was like, and he got rejected. From, oh, so you got rejected from art school? So you're just gonna kill a bunch of Jewish people? Like, give me yeah. a break. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so I think these people are sadistic, right? So I mean, it's like you know what? I don't care that he's a baby. He's done. Pop. He's it's done. Over. He's done. Yeah. You don't think you could change him? <laughs> you know what though? Like, that's it, the ultimate conundrum, though, right? Like, would, do you kill him? He's a baby. I think if you asked a lot of people this question, especially people that lived through the oh, shit that he did, they'd be like, fucking do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just do it. Absolutely. But at this point in, in time, right? Like, and, and, and again, this is just, this is just a whole hypo- hypothetical thing, right? It's just, it's one of those situations. Like, you know what I mean? It's the ultimate question. People are like, wow, Bob, really talking about Nazis a lot yeah. tonight. <laughs> or, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But you know what I this mean? This podcast no? has been sponsored by... <laughs> yeah, by nobody, because just me. It's just me doing this. <laughs> Someone sponsor this guy. He deserves it. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Listen, if we can get some free beers, we do do a lot of Bush Latte promotion. So Bush Latte, yeah. Maybe, uh, hey, y'all, you know, I shouted you guys out pretty hard last time. Sponsor this guy. Let's bring it to Ontario a little harder. Mm. So other than that, how is, uh, how's BC going, though? Good? Yeah? It's good, man. I like it out there. You know what I mean? Like, it, just being in the nature. Like, if you have a bad day, right? Mm. Like, we live in the mountains, right? You're coming home, you have a shitty day, something like that. You just look in the mountains, you look at the nature. I've always been, like, an outdoorsy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, like, and when I come back to London, I love seeing my people. But I always think to myself, you know, if I came back here to live, I'd have to live, like, somewhere on the outskirts. Like, yeah, Somewhere kind of away from it all. Yep. But, so. but that's how most people are, right? Like we know, and a lot of people that we've known over the years, and we're still friends with. Like a lot of them have moved out there, and it's like once you go there, it's very tough to come back. Yeah, because it's a totally different world. Yeah, yeah. right. No, it is, and I mean, like one thing that I used to do sometimes, like I would just throw my uh, my little barbecue on the back of my pickup. Yeah, and I just go out into the mountains and like grill some like hot dogs or like hamburgers or something, and just sit, shoot some guns, and so, yeah, sometimes you know what I mean. But just like it's just in any direction, a ten minute drive. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, so cool. like it's pretty cool. So why wouldn't you? It sounds beautiful. It is. It's tough, right? Like I get people that like uh they're always like, Kyle, move home, you know what I mean? Like we miss you and it's like I miss you too, but it's like 
I find my quality of life out there. I yes. just, yeah. you know what I mean? And we've talked about that before. And that's the thing though, like whatever, and whatever, and I will never tell you to, I would never tell you to do that because whatever works for you and makes you happiest in your life, then yeah. power to you, man. The fact that you can still come back here, we can still hang out. We can still do a Bob chat. That's what's important. Absolutely. That you, as long as we don't lose touch, then that's all that matters. It might be a year. It might be another year. Yeah. But it, at the end of the day, that doesn't matter to me because it makes it that much more special when we get to hang out. And that's on brotherhood. And we're going to get drunk as fuck tomorrow night. We're going to get drunk as fuck. <laughs> but you know what? If I ever did move back, like whatever the situation, I would just add to that list of people that lived in your in your place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just move in the whole fam. <laughs> Can you imagine? It'd be <laughs> just fucking be another one craziness. Of the, another, another one I've of literally the just told you I'm not living with anyone. <laughs> you never listen to me when I talk. <laughs> Wow, who would I sound like, Caitlin? Anyways, well, listen, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming over here. I miss you. Let's get another beer in us. Um, And, yeah, I'm really thank you for coming on Bob Chat again, too. This is your second outing. Yeah, it's second outing, and I just want to, like, you know, thank all the people in London. I love you guys. Mom, you know, my friends, (laughs) Jacob, Jacqueline, Joe, Laura, Remember, join the army. (laughs) All of you. Yeah, we're accepting applications, you know. Yeah. No, but I love you guys. It's always a pleasure to be here. Always a pleasure to come back to the city and uh, be on this wonderful podcast. Fuck yeah. Well, and on that note, guys, you know where to find us. If you don't know where to find us, if you're just listening for the first time, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on YouTube, Amazon Music, Facebook, Instagram. Tell your friends. Please help us get the word out there. Bob Chat exists. And like that post. Share that shit. And it's Bob Chat, baby. And also, too... If the turtles had to drink out of a paper straw, I'm sure they would understand, okay? They're garbage. (laughs) (laughs) All right, see you guys. Bye, guys. Bye. You want to say anything else? Join the army. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, I think I'm good. I want my podcast in my lady simple life and not too crazy. I'm slim, but I ain't shady. Fuck you if you hate me. I'm rocking the mic because it's Bob Chat, baby.